The DWA podcast is recorded live to SD card at the old Wrigley building in Santa Cruz, California. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo, do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO Mellow Grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. Oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO, you only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> Damn it, I screwed it up. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I am Art. I am Brian. Well, New yeah. Year, same shitty robot voice. I'm going to have everyone. to edit that out. <laughs> How, what are you going to do? Just no wow. intro? Add, add my own voiceover? I'm Brian. Can you do it? Okay. I'm Brian. Right there. So that's going to be it. Right there. What, what about arts? Can you do arts too? He's going to do movie oh, voice sure. guy for me. He wants so that. my name is actually, um, it's a long story, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe I'll t- but it's actually Arturo Cervantes. What? No, actually, well, I was given this one name, but I kind of wanted to change it. So I did this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah exactly. Yep. All right, welcome. Uh, Brian, welcome. We missed you on the Thursday edition. Yeah, I missed you guys. Of, thanks. A lot of hot questions coming and going. Yeah, well, Flying. thanks for taking care, taking care of business. Brian, this is, the, this is the closest shave I've seen on you in a long time, I feel. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, getting a little hairy there for a bit. Hair, hairier about than I've ever Brian, been. the, like, least hairy person in the world? I mean, Did that's you guys how see long it's it been going, yeah. Yeah, it was almost <laughs> art level. Whoa. <laughs> oh, whoa this is whoa. a couple hours, by the way. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, mine was like all of 2020. Yeah, <laughs> COVID's been rough on you, and you're like, no, it's it's been five years. I've been growing this beard. <laughs> <laughs> it was since like that lemons where we grew mustache mustaches. <laughs> exactly. You never gave up. Well, shout yeah. out to our buddy Jason Horner, who used to be a super fan. I don't think he likes us anymore, yeah. but uh, he um, has a uh, what is it called? Uh, it's like awesome. a run men's right? men's health awareness run and you're supposed to Movember, you know in november you get a mustache going he can't grow a mustache mm. it's so ironic so i mean he's running a charity for mustache awareness so does he get this, a mustache one? awareness <laughs> does, does he get a stand growing on one <laughs> yeah i always want to be aware of mustaches lane i don't yeah. know about you but it's important i mean it's one of those things right like those who can't grow uh show organize or something like that yeah (laughs) is that those who can't do teach is that the motto (laughs) there you go yeah yeah i hear you uh happy new year to uh happy new year's and new year to everyone listening new year's plural um yeah so sunday show yeah what so that's sunday show we're like 2021 it happened everything's now we can we don't have to wear masks we can just do whatever we want it's crazy dude all the bad juju went away with that year yep yeah, it's, it's all perfect. based on the calendar. It's pretty rad. It's pretty perfect. stoked about it. Something with the moon uh, or something. Ha, I but I watched a uh, I watched a couple interesting things lately. Have you guys watched the Emmanuel Carrillo show on Yeah. on uh, Motor Trend? Yeah, what? it's on my list. He's big so time. He's like has one of the talk He's one of the talking heads basically. No he's way. Like, Congrats yeah, to him. And and he's like the one guy that's like in the Peterson Museum in a full suit talking. Uh, uh, I've seen so people like cool, that. I watched sports casting. Yeah, I watched the one on on um, 
Jerry uh, Weiger. What a uh, character, huh? So Vector. Yeah. So oh, gnarly, yeah. dude. And yeah. I've met this guy, and he's a super weirdo. I've met him at uh, Concorso Italiano before. Did he tell you um, how special he is? Dude, the guy is the most pompous guy I've ever heard talk in my life, dude. Yeah. He's he's <laughs> kind of like a the, lot. He's kind of like the crazy guy that I don't know if you remember this, Brian, but Pat Murphy met him with the RX-7. Yeah, and he said his I car contained him. more gold than was known to man. You and know, he like had, well, you heard the he stories. had home door latches on the outside of his car, right? Yeah, yeah like gate, like fence p- latches instead That's of door handles. And he had a second. Uh, steering wheel glued on to the big one because so, he said that's when he goes fast and escapes the police. But <laughs> anyways, this guy's Jerry Yeager, Ye- Ye- right? Um, he claims he, he claims he invented the jet ski and came up with the name. By well, the way, I don't see this anywhere in his bio. <clears throat> uh, I, I did some deep diving into it. He did create a jet ski company in like 2007, though. Sweet. Uh, oh. Hey. He also claims I started that whole car stereo thing. <laughs> um, Pretty sweet. He also says, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's the one." He goes, "A lot of people don't know that I created the jet ski and named it." Um, but yeah, there was like there was so many claims. He also claims he left the art center with the best portfolio ever known that anyone's ever oh, that's seen. Subjective, even to this day. Whoa. Yeah. I like this guy. It's almost like Paul Newman level. Is he good looking? <laughs> That's no. the next. Uh, or his legs. No, he's, he's kind of like a borderline Christopher Walken kind of look, you know, and something yeah. like that. Is there philanthropy uh, the way, involved? Did they use uh, the silver vector that was at Peterson Radwood in the I show? I think so. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Ha- they have to. I, mean, I think that was so the, the, one of the, the one of the guys talking. I think it was that, it was that guy. Was was his car? Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm by the way looking up jet ski uh, in Wikipedia. I thought C-Doo. for Didn't what it's C-Doo worth. invent the jet ski? Let me read a sentence to you, and, it. and it'll Bombardier. back you up here. So, uh, jet ski is a proper noun and registered trademark of Kawasaki. The stand-up hmm. Kawasaki jet ski was the first commercial commercially successful personal watercraft in America, having been released in 1972. After reaching a license agreement with the inventor of the Sea-Doo, Clayton Jacobson II, when his license agreement with Bombardier expired. Hmm. The Kawasaki Jet Ski was the only commercially successful uh, PWC, personal watercraft, I think, right? For almost 16 Mm -hmm. years, from the introduction of the WSAA in October 1972 through the reintroduction of the sit-down, runabout-style Bombardier Sea-Doo in 1988. Hmm. So he's saying jet ski is what he came up with? Like he was working he with the said, fellas at Kawasaki? Yeah, he said he came up with the name, too. And he invented the, the whole concept. like the yeah. Maybe the, maybe he helped design it or something. I don't know. But but the guy is like, the guy is gnarly, dude. Just, I, I'd encourage <laughs> you to watch this just to yeah. see him interviewed, dude. It's just like, it's so, it's pretty insane. Yeah, Clayton I watched Jacobson the, huh? II uh, is... Uh, the, a Norwegian American inventor credited with inventing the jet ski. So there it is. I think there might be a beef there. If Vecca, the, Vecca I mean, guy this guy thinks. is pretty gnarly, dude. I think he's he's delusional in, in a lot of ways. But um, the the next video in the series or little documentary documentary rather was um, on the Chisetta Marauder, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, what do you think, Lane? I'm, I'm I'm actually into the shows. I mean, it's you know they're not like super fancy or anything, but it's just like a good little. I think like. 
it's the very informational. It's exactly. Like the, yeah. You know, it's like, uh, and I think it's something they. I don't know if they produce it post COVID, but it seems like something you could produce post COVID because it was mm-hmm. just like, inter, you know, talking head interviews and then found footage and stuff like that. But yeah, they're well done. They're pretty short, concise, and um, kind of interesting to watch. I started watching the Shizetta Marauder one, and it was interesting. Uh, yeah, I had no yeah, motor trend. I didn't know. Yeah, there was some pretty good, because they do the quite Leno beef yeah. and stuff. Yeah, there's and quite a bit of sleuthing. They go deep into, like, the, the, the story, and, um, yeah, like, even, like, the guy, um, I had no idea that, like, like I, I don't know, they kind of, like, vilify uh, Marauder a bit, right? Like, they made him seem uh-huh. like he's, like, trying to, like, do side deals and try to get it get out of the, I don't know but you guys just watch it it's uh, called speed is it speed seduction speed I do Seduce not know speed. what it's called dude. seduced by Motor speed app is the worst it's a very hard app to navigate I love that they do ca- uh, casting proper casting for the f1 tv needs to do that um but uh it's called seduced by speed I just remembered with Manuel Carrillo the third. Also, a super other other super rad docu series was the uh, Pike Speak one that Tangent Vector did. Uh, JF Musel and Zach Clapman's mm-hmm. part of that. Um, really cool. Uh, Where is that available? Is that on, it's on Motor Trend app as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, cool. Really great production value and uh, good stories. Uh, they they follow four racers, I think, from like basically like ten weeks leading up to the event and kind of what they're going that through. That sounds good. Yeah, it's pretty cool and very different drivers too. Like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, look that one up. Motor Trend's also doing their best driver's car right now, and they've been releasing releasing like two videos a day for the last three days. It's the the Randy Pope's driving um, Laguna Seca and doing the best laps of oh, okay. the, the cars that they have. I think there's like eight cars this year or something. Um, but that's it's weird because that's actually not even on the app. It's just free on YouTube. So hmm. oh. um, go check that nice. out. And then I think they're going to be doing the – I, I don't know if they changed this year because of COVID and stuff, but I would imagine they're still doing the closed section of the part of our rally and, and doing the impressions on the on the street as well. But there's right. been a lot of those year end videos lately. Like uh I just I just finished watching one before this to talk about it. Um Evo Car of the Year is on YouTube and it's a two part um two like thirty minute episodes. One one episode on the track, and then one driving him on the street, and it's a lot of like Jethro Boving, uh, Bovington and uh, Henry Catchpole, and you know a bunch of other guys, but pretty pretty interesting stuff. Nice, yeah, I'd like to check that out. That's cool. Um, this is kind of related, but um, have an Apple News subscription now, and it allows you to select magazines to have as part of your subscription and octane's in there i think evo uh and you get a digital version you know on your device whatnot pretty rad pretty sweet like i'm not gonna go buy those magazines anymore really i mean maybe once in a while if we were getting on a plane or something and i saw an octane at the store but a cool way to kind of keep it uh you know relevant and updated uh digitally so if your spouse has a Apple News subscription, you can now hijack it for automotive content. It's the end of my TED talk. Um, <laughs> yeah. What are you? Uh, what else is going on? I know Brian has some updates. Anyone else? Any uh, car-related Christmas stuff happening? You guys get out in your cars, your respective rides. Mm-mm. I, I didn't go anywhere. I know. I know. I definitely thought about it, but no. 
didn't happen. It's so uh, so cold here. What are we gonna do? I know. Can't get the like cars back out. Or something. Oh god. It's crazy, dude. It's terrible. I'd, A little bit of frost. The other day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, Brian, why don't you, uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on in, in Brian's world over there? Yeah. To be honest, I'm pretty sick of buying and selling cars at this point. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of transactions happening and not, not enough driving. <laughs> like, yeah, it's been at least three that I know of, including so Jeep. Well, Land Cruiser, four really. Volvo. Yeah. Cause I bought that other, that first Volvo, uh, haven't driven that, uh, yeah, an inch. Uh, and uh, sold or bought the Land Cruiser, sold the Jeep, bought this other Volvo. Um, <laughs> and it's like in the yeah. the past, you know, that's happened over the past. Uh, gosh, I don't even know now. Time like a is like, like a, a vortex. A month. It's a, yeah. You it, probably it, say it feels what like this a other Volvo is. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, well, I mean, people. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's and and to like have no driving. <laughs> In there at all like no fun stuff I, it's uh it feels like a lot of paper pushing um but yeah so last week we had a podcast i was actually planning to skip this week i had no intentions of buying another car but i did i on christmas <laughs> eve at like oh 8 p.m God. i bought oh a my. 1972 uh volvo 142e e. what color what was that what color uh sun yellow same Col- yellow right no it's not sun oh it's it isn't no that other one was oh. color code is Safari. 107 uh it's sun yellow that's a, a color they had in 1972 the other one is safari yellow from mm, 1971 right. color code 100 um they're pretty different uh it, th- this one is like straight up bright yellow um yeah the other one is like uh definitely like kind of a deeper color a little mustard. mustard in it. Yeah, yeah a little mustardy. Um, I guess more Dijon mustard. And this is like yellow. This, the new one is like French's. yellow mustard. This is French. Yeah, so exactly. what's the st- what's the story here? You you have a Volvo. I know. What's so, going on? I mean, uh, Bad Rabbit Habit uh, hits me up, texts me this link. It's to um, a car sitting in a garage. All It doesn't even have a price on there. It just says 72 Volvo rare um uh great condition and that's it and um you know i saw it and it's like immediately apparent that it's in much better shape than the one i had sitting in my driveway um but he doesn't list a price and so i i'm thinking that you know anybody putting something up with rare in the title and no price is like you know going to be asking a lot so immediately i email the guy and i I was thinking he'd be asking like 6,500 or something like that. Um, and, and by the way, it is, it is rare on the rare side, I should say, I don't know numbers, but it it's the E. So that's the fuel injected model. Um, and, uh, yeah, blue plates and all that stuff. Uh, so, so Brian, real quick, is the, yeah. this is the sportiest model of this of the 100 series Volvos we got, right? Like, the, I guess, it's basically yeah. the TII equivalent, wouldn't it? I, like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah, it have like basically. like other upgrades in addition to the fuel injection, though. I don't think so. I think that was it. it has the same speedometer. Yeah. Okay. And it's not a. It's a manual car from the factory, right? It is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, you email the guy. I email him. He gets back to me pretty quick. He emailed me and then, and again, so this is Christmas Eve, uh, you know, right around like bath time, bedtime, you know, like 7, 8 PM. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) that's amazing. Which, so like, there's a whole thing right there about like who posts an ad the night before Christmas. That's We're like right back to those Land Cruiser scammers on Thanksgiving or whatever I know. it was. Yeah. Like, you like put who it, posted the right. day before Thanksgiving? Right. And so um, so he replies back. He, he emails me back, and then he also follows up with a text message. Um, $2,000. Oh, nice. And where is it? And my blood runs cold. Uh, <laughs> San Francisco. In a garage, okay. in his storage facility in San Francisco. So you know, I was I was honestly like when I emailed him, I was thinking that I, you know it's really I'm just a tire kicker. I just want to know what price he's giving. Like I I, I have no intention of anything. All of a sudden, two K. It's like, fuck. Like <laughs> you gotta have it. Damn it. Like what? Like re- I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not looking to buy another car. But it's like. You know, I ask him a, a few questions. We're like going back and forth on text a little bit. And it's like, you know, it's a way better starting place. Yeah. Definitely. I, just from the pictures we saw on Instagram, you didn't send us anything on the side, but yeah, it looks way better in every department. Yeah. And so, you know, long story short, if I do just jump to the end, I basically wire him money, you know, do do the 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 transfer using Zelle, Bank of America stuff. Just wire, you know, get, get him the money. Uh, you know, I, I had to kind of like make sure that the VINs matched up and, you know, there was some sort of record keeping there. But, <laughs> you know, I'm sending $2,000 out and it's like, if he were just trying to think about like how he could be scamming me for my money. And it's like to come up with a plot that involves like an old Volvo <laughs> to try to trap people into 2000 bucks, stealing 2000 bucks. Like it just feels really yeah, unlikely. Yeah. So I felt he was also responsive. There. It seemed any, any spoke, it wasn't like crazy weird yeah. English where no. you know, a lot of those. Right. Are, and, yeah. and he, the, the story matched up and everything. He, like he literally, there were other project cars in the back of the pictures and it's like, you know, he had, he had more projects. That was the, the whole story. Um, so yeah, I I mean I just did it, and it's like so when I'm t- chatting with him, it's uh you know he had a guy planning to come on Christmas morning. It's like I can't I can't come on Christmas morning. Like even if I could arrange to get a trailer and all of that stuff, like I, that's just so not, you had to pick it up uh, right away. Uh, he he was he was pretty motivated to get rid of it. I was yeah. also pretty motivated since I had two thousand bucks just hanging out in the ether that I wanted to pick it up and make sure everything was real. Um, sure. so, uh, he wanted me to pick it up if, I mean, he was a totally reasonable guy, but he, he was saying like, if, if I could pick it up on Christmas, that'd be great. I, I was almost able to swing it, you know, later in the Dude. day, it's like not such a big deal, but, um, yeah, yeah. I also couldn't rent a trailer on Christmas. So, uh, right. um, I, I planned to just do it on Saturday morning and that's, that's what I did. Um, so that was, uh, the day after Christmas. Um, Wow. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, and it's like, I mean. What was the strategy, by the way, when you're talking about Christmas? Like, you placed an ad on Christmas Eve? So the deal is. There's no strategy there. There's no strategy. He got it the day before. What? So I paid for it on the 24th. That's when I sent the money over to him. He, I found out when I got up there and when I looked through the paperwork, he got it on the 23rd. (laughs) 
<laughs> what? what did he so get there's it for? A tra- like a thousand dollars? It must have been. It must have been like a thousand bucks. Jesus. So the deal wow. is, it's his uh, insurance agent's grandma uh, <laughs> is who he got it from. She's 80 years old. Apparently, it's been stored. So last registered on the, on the plate is 1994. Apparently, wow. it's been stored in a garage since then. Um, and basically, she's 80 years old right now. And Or I, I, I don't know. I didn't ask for a ton of the personal history, but it's like, I think a one-owner car. Um, it's got uh, some history. It's <laughs> So this is, like, actually super funny. Um, it's literally a yellow vintage Volvo owned by a college professor. Uh, nice. There are stickers from UC Berkeley on there. Faculty parking. Perfect. <laughs> so it's Excellent. A, like straight up it's Berkeley exactly. professor. There's a uh, the license plate ring is Continental Volvo in Oakland. Um, that's cool. That's cool. I saw that. Yeah, that's rad. California blue plates. Um, it's interesting though that it's uh, it's got a s- sticker right below uh, the Volvo fuel injection ba- badge, uh, and it says something. Uh, George and Sons uh, in like some uh, uh, some car dealership in Pennsylvania. That's probably okay. the, so that's probably where it was sold. Yeah, it was is probably originally. purchased from there. Yeah, and then so but so yeah, but then it still it has the California blue plates. Like I think I don't know. Must have just moved right out. Six digit you know? ones. But then the other deal is uh, there's a sticker, a faculty sticker on it from 1981. Uh, from Rutgers University in New Jersey, huh? Uh, Traveling pr- but the, professor. But then there's a there's a the Berkeley stickers are tagged to expire in 1980. So somehow, yeah, I mean, it was just their car, right? And yeah, they like forth, moved yeah. back and forth. So bought in Pennsylvania, back here uh, to, and so I don't know how you get a Continental Volvo Oakland uh, license plate ring unless like. You buy serviced. it in Pennsylvania, then you get you out get here and you there. do service yeah. there locally, and they throw it on. Yeah. Then right. you move it out to New Jersey again, and then back again. But it keeps the original <laughs> California plates. Like I don't know, it's a little bit confusing. And I wish you there was like I wish Carfax went back that far. I, well, I are you sure they're the original plates? Because blue plates went until no. What, like, I don't. I don't know. Well into uh, the eighties, right? But yeah. dude, they went into the eighties. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, I, I don't know. I was thinking so, original blue plates just because it is in that age range, right? Yeah. 72 but, is blue. But Yeah, but they went all the way to the early 80s, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So they could have moved far, back but. from the East Coast to Berkeley and went to Continental Volvo, got yeah. new plates, got their license plate frame, and the rest is history. Yeah. So My 83 yeah. 944 had blue plates. Mm-hmm. So do you have a, so, a record of uh, ownership? Is this was the lady, the original one owner, and then it went to this guy, and then you? Uh, well, that's the thing. I, I don't. I so it it also doesn't come with a title, so the title's lost. Yeah. But I okay. have a bill of sale uh, from. That's so fine. I have an I have a uh, registration document from um, like ninety four. And it's in a woman's name. And then I have a uh, bill of sale from that same woman's name with the same VIN number and everything to the guy I bought it from. And then a bill of sale from him to me. That's fine. Um, there's that's, a, there's a form. That's, that's, yeah, it seems like that's pretty straightforward, especially yeah. being kind of like out of the books. But that's the only history I have. Um, 
put Dang, it. Dang, no other records in the glove box or anything? No. Um, I do have a... Uh, so I, I don't know if it's the original owner, uh, but, you know, I'm, I, I guess yeah, I'm just kind really of making matter. that up. But from sure. 94, at least, uh, it you know, it's... That's cool, man. So... Hands. And what's your? It even has oh, like sorry. the it even has the uh, the factory manual and everything, or not the factory manual, the the user guide or whatever they call it. From, nice. From 1972. So, um, yeah. so the other so one. So now you have two. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it? so there's but there's more to say on this. So I so I bought it, go up, get it. Uh, you know, I had asked him about Rust, um, but really, you know. It, I like you know, unless it was crazy, it, like the rest of the body was in much better shape. This the current one I have has rust too, so it's like it's probably going to be less. Uh, so, but he he said that he was poking around underneath. He was even changing fuel lines, um, and he didn't see any major ones. So, but I didn't know, right? And so uh, I go grab it, and and I've poked around a, a little bit, a decent amount, and um, it's there's definitely some rust, like around the window edges. Um, mm, there's some yeah. uh, that's like bubbling off. Mm-hmm. And uh, randomly, like the driver side, lower below the like at the split line between the front fender and the and the driver's door, there's some right there. Um, I can't tell how bad it is. I flaked off some. Um, it doesn't seem terrible. Uh, there's some in the on the passenger side and the rear behind the wheel. Uh, yeah, the wheel. lower fender. I could see it there. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, and that's, you know, flaking off pretty good. Um, overall, though, uh, you know, maybe 10% of the rest that my other one has. Um, so and the interior is so nice. Yeah, it's, at least and it's photo. totally complete. It's like, yeah, yeah. the full dash, um, one crack in the dash. Uh, but it's like all the lower panels that I don't have with the with the first one. And no real um, damage on the body, right? Like, otherwise, like yeah, I, I saw some tiny little gross. dings, but... Um, yeah, there's definitely some dings and there's like some random scratches that are pretty deep like on the back on top of the trunk kind of like you know you picture that you've been using it to store stuff on top of and scratch the hell out of it uh Mm -hmm. but yeah as far as like accident damage like zero evidence uh of 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 any um there's even like the original tool kit there's like volvo or or i've now now i'm mixing up names has it is the bmw stuff there's like another brand name that makes tools, uh, and and they're like branded like Volvo and whatever, and that's in the back. Uh, the original jack, a spare tire, um, like the different the 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 panels are all in there. Um, so yeah, yeah, nice. and like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and more rust too is like underneath the edge of the trunk lip. Oh, yeah, so on that lid. Def- yeah. yeah, definitely enough to be like, you know, this isn't like a perfect car. Um, and so but it doesn't have a crunched rear corner. Maybe there's <laughs> comfort in that. Yeah. Yep. Honestly, like now that they after uh, Dent Pro like popped it out, it really doesn't even bother me on the other one. But this one's totally clean. So uh, don't have to worry about that. Yeah. The engine bay looks nice, too. It looks like pretty yeah. clean in there. Pretty yeah. all intact. Yeah. 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 It's even got like the fan shroud and stuff. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, it's really intact. And fuel injected. I don't know where you're feeling about that, but that seems like a win to me. Yeah. I mean, just for the rarity alone, it's nice to ha- to start there, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I have mixed feelings about it too, actually, um, because, you know, there are elements 
here where some of the parts can be hard to find um, mm-hmm. for that. It's a D- isn't I, it? Do- I, I don't know. It's a Doctor Djet situation. Isn't this a Djet uh, fuel injection? Yeah, although <laughs> it's not as complicated, I don't think as as my other one because uh, the oh, okay. the Djet that was in the Mercedes W116 European one, uh, that one had like some crazy vacuum mm. injection, like that there were vacuum lines going into the distributor to like do the advance and all this crazy weird stuff. And there were a lot of extra elements for that motor. Mm. Um, uh, this one's, uh, more, more simple. I don't know how yeah. they classify all these different ones. I don't know how these D jets are the same, but, um, yeah, I guess something the lights do. I like, um, I, I noticed like on your old, the other one, the first car, like all the lights are missing or broken on the front end, like those corner lights and the signal. Yeah. I bet that's yeah. not easy to find. These cars are not very right. common. So like the yeah. fact that all of that is there, like I it's know. just, you know, bonus points for all this stuff. Right. So like, it's got a mirror on there. That's, you know, or the <laughs> it's chrome got a mirror. mirror. <laughs> Warren, we didn't we didn't mention it, but how many miles? One hundred and eighteen thousand. Nice, really? Yeah, that's pretty Jeez. low. That's very low, yeah, yeah. especially for a Volvo. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Going back and forth too. For I mean, I mean you're talking about. To... I was thinking, nutty professor over here driving across the country multiple times. I I, I didn't imagine that's that like very low. Then. Yeah, very low mileage for any Volvo of that vintage. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Even from the what 90s. do you do? Yeah, seventy. 1972 to 1994, just 20, uh, 22 yeah. years on the road, 100 and something mm. miles. Yeah. Are they both two liters or is that yeah. different? Or, yeah. Okay. They're both B20s. It seems like it looks like the same motor they've been making now. I mean, up until probably the early 80s, right? I mean, they made that motor for a long time. No, so you're saying different. that's a hard. It is different. You're talking about okay. like a red block or? Yeah, I mean it's a four cylinder. But they changed them. Injected. They changed yeah. it. Yeah, it must so have changed it was a after, bit. Yeah, it's like this is a B twenty. Um, when when they went from the one forty series to the two forty, uh, it got a different motor altogether, and that's the B two thirty. Right. And that's right. what uh, um, Tyler swapped into his. Mm. Oh, okay. And uh, not totally straightforward, but that's got a. It's got aluminum head and I think overhead cam and all that stuff. Yeah, I think Tyler's engine sixteen valve, like a seven forty. Yeah, I think they're all yeah, variations of that, which is all the same. Yeah, same block, but yeah, there yeah, are yeah. variations of that. But his is like a turbo engine from that. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, it's pretty exciting. So, what's your, uh, what are you thinking? Well, uh, so the first thought is, absolutely no question, like sell the old one yes just and just start on this new one right and 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 then you know it the 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 goals kind of change a little bit based on the condition of this one uh but i tried to start this one and uh i don't know i'm not convinced that the motor's solid so oh. there's a chance i might need the motor out of this old one huh oh because Car- it's you carburetor. think it's seized is that what you're saying or it's not seized. It uh, definitely rotates, but um, I, I need to basically. So I threw a battery in there, uh, and the guy I I I was draining the fuel. The guy had already done that. Um, he it had new gas. I started draining it. It was like new gas, and so I texted him, and he, yeah, he had already kind of done that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, threw a battery in, tried to start it up, just see what happens, right? Um, and uh, it like wants to go, but then it's like kind of like dying in an aggressive way like it just feels like i don't know it it feels like something might 
might be there's a chance there's something could be something really wrong or like i it kind of felt like to me that the timing was way off and so it was like mm. kind of like you know kind of did he uh, did he did he do anything way, but i tried did he do anything? the distributor and it and it didn't it didn't really help because typically like, my understanding from years ago i remember i found a car that um and i did some research like you want to pour like oil or like transmission fluid into the cylinders and like in like into the plugs before you fire it up and like well, do all he's stuff. saying that it the pistons are going up and down and stuff. Right, so. but but you can you can severely damage the rings if they are like actually like I mean not if they're totally seized, but I, like I, you know I honestly I probably should have started the uh, thought of that, but uh you know I was going he had tried to start it too, so that's what I was going to ask if any, he already any tried. damage would have been done by him, so I'm so just gotcha. kind of falling. I mean it sounds like a fuel injection thing, right? You could be. Probably just have a, could you know, be. You probably just have yeah. vacuum hoses or something, yeah. or maybe an, a a key system you know a right. key part in that system is just fucked up or yeah is it a mechanical fuel pump uh it's not on the side of the block so um no interesting did you do you hear anything prime or anything because i mean that could be just the dying as you're saying not, i no mean fuel. i really don't yeah it could be all of these i, I honestly i was holding my son in one arm <laughs> and going to try to start it <laughs> just went like to start i really it. i really didn't the only thing i had time to do was like move move the distributor a little just to see if it was like out of time mm -hmm. um uh i i haven't done anything so these are all good suggestions like uh I, yeah like um i did look to see if it was a uh mechanical fuel pump and i saw that it wasn't but i didn't go out to find it where it was or anything like that um I, but I, yeah and i'll i can send you guys a video of trying to start it see what you guys think but um yeah so some work to be done taking a look uh I, I texted with Joe uh, DeBattista and and he suggested just getting a compression test just to just yeah. to start there. It's an easy thing to do, and mm -hmm. you know if you don't want to do all this diagnostics of an old fuel injection system that you don't know anything about, if that's not the you know if you can rule. Uh, yeah. Did he did he have any idea why it was parked in '94? Because she wasn't that old then. I mean, she's old now, but uh, uh, I don't think so. I don't, mm. I mean, he didn't tell me that. Uh, so that's kind of like the research now, right? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, if she's 80 now, uh, that was a long ass time ago. Like, she would have been fine to keep driving. Like, why would she switch cars? Yeah, 26 what, years. What is the problem? That was an old ass car, dude, in 94, even, you know? But like, why park that's it? An yeah. old car. Why store it and park it? Though? Why that's store weird, it right? in San Francisco for so long? Yeah. Like, that's. You know, you pay a premium, right? Like, yeah. Like, how do you yeah, just? But there's so many reasons. Way like she just had a garage, right? right. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. Like, it's and she's she has rent. She's been there for a very long time, where rent was cheap, yeah. right? Yeah. How does it work with uh, DMV back fees or anything? I I'm hoping that it's just off the. Book. If it's you want anything, dude, nothing. it'll be totally off. It's right. ten yeah. years. Is right? it like right? seven years? I thought I it was ten. Yeah, you won't. Yeah. You won't have anything. That'd be great. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So cool. So is crazy. there here's a question. Is there any besides the engine? Is there any parts on the other one that you're like, oh, I'm gonna swap these out? Um like a single springs, like even trim or the something. springs are way firmer on that one. On the old, the old one. one. Yeah. Hmm. And both of them have tow hitches. But it kind of feels like that this other one had uprated springs maybe just for that, for the towing duty. It definitely sits at regular height, so they weren't mm -hmm. like lowered springs. Um, and so, I don't know. Uh, that, so far, that's kind of like the only thing. Do they have uh, any markings on them? 
No, well, I mean, my answer yeah, I don't is think I don't got, know. Got under and looked. Yeah, I poked stuff. around under there, but I didn't see any. You know, yeah. I don't even know if there yeah. are markings on these sort of things. Well, uh, the, yeah, they are. I mean, uh, at least on Mercedes and BMWs, there's usually a, like a dot, like a spray painted dot. And there's yeah. different colored dots, um, and that mean, and mm-hmm. you can, you know, they correlate Figure to a uh, particular yeah. type of suspension. So, yeah, um, that's one thing to to, to look into. But um, yeah, but I, interesting. Th- I mean, they're pretty. They're both pretty stock cars, so uh, there's not really. I can't think of anything to grab. Yeah, the other and that's what I was wondering. I was just thinking yeah. condition-wise, more more than that. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that was my. I mean, the, yeah. I so the, all the lights are better on the new one. All the grill and everything is better on the new one. The tail lights are better on the new one, and that I I put a battery in and everything, and the tail lights work, the headlights work. They're super bright, all of them. Interestingly, nice. uh, the blinkers do not work, but I don't. Maybe it, you have to have it running for those to go. I don't know. Um, it mm. doesn't seem like mm. it, but uh, neither of the blinkers work. Uh, uh, the Same flashers did, I think. I can't remember. Oh, weird. You would think they'd be on the right? same fuse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My name is Warren. I am Lane. And we are here to talk to you about Copart, a new sponsor of the Driving While Awesome podcast. We are excited to have them on board because these guys are perfect for anyone looking for salvage cars. They have a lot of used cars, like new, slightly damaged vehicles, and even stuff from rental companies like Enterprise, Hertz, Avis, and Rent-A-Car. We know Brian's always looking for a minivan. Copart may be the perfect place to find that minivan, and it's an auction. So you get good photos. uh, You kind of know what you're getting, unlike some of these Craigslist ads and whatnot. Um, They even have some kind of hard-to-find cars, right, Lane? Yeah, they have uh, K-trucks, like the... uh trucks that warren and i drove on the recent round cat rally um where we drove some honda acties and they have a little uh warren searched mitsubishi and found a little mitsubishi k truck dump truck actually we all know that auctions are kind of taking over here in the online world and these guys have a mobile app um 100 online auctions uh, once you get signed up it's pretty easy to search for your vehicles jump right into auctions you can even save your searches and get email alerts for a specific vehicle, which is super useful. Um, and people aren't picking these cars apart before they're sold. This is, you buy the entire car, it's what you see is what you get. So, yeah. you know, when you go to pick and pull or pick apart uh, junkyard stuff, you get there and you think you're going to have a car left and all that's, you know, remaining is maybe the frame and uh, some old, I don't know, what's what's in the bottom of seats these I, days? I don't know, but I recently went to a, a pick and pull to try and find parts and, and uh, I basically wasted three and a half hours of my time because <laughs> the car go. had literally nothing on it. So had one go. tail light and it was cracked. But uh, oh, with this, perfect. this is the perfect thing for someone also. Like if you're swap, if you're doing an LS swap or any kind of swap, you buy the whole car, you're buying the ECU, you're buying the transmission, you know, you're buying all these parts. If you want to swap all these parts into a different car, or if you just want to rebuild said car, you know, it might just, you know, some of these cars might have really minor damage or even, no damage at all, really. But uh, right, yeah. And a lot of our listeners are quite savvy with rebuilds and refurbishing cars. So, what better place to look than uh, Copart? And you may find the perfect example of your car that needs a little love uh, for a lot less. So, check out Copart.com, and uh, I would say bid with confidence. 
Joining Copart is easy and affordable. Usually memberships start at less than $5 a month, but we're giving our listeners an additional $20 off the basic membership. Go to copart.com slash DWA to get your special offer. That's copart.com slash DWA. Find your next vehicle for less at Copart. And uh, yeah, underneath this one's cleaner. As far as I can tell, um, the wheels are cooler wheels uh, as far as the skinny stock ones go. Uh, I can't think, you know, seats are better. Carpet's better. Dash is better. It's Uh, a better car. Yeah. 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 I mean, the only thing that is cooler about the 71, not the only thing, the color of the 71 is better. It's cooler. cooler. Mm -hmm. No question. It stands out. It's like pretty unique looking color. Um, Yeah. Uh, and it pops like crazy. I, I there's no way for me to really tell here, but I just get the impression that this n- lighter yellow is not gonna. Even if you polish it out like Kevin did, um, I don't it's think more it's pastel, gonna, right? What's that? A little more pastel. In yeah, it, and know, just and maybe I I don't know. It almost seeing the condition of this one right now, which is like looks to be original paint in good condition. Um, it almost makes me think that this other one was repainted. That. I don't know. I'm kind of split on it. Looking around mm-hmm. on on the the first one, the Safari yellow one, uh, I mean, it really does feel like original paint. Like, uh, but now seeing this other one, I I feel like it's almost like too thick to be original paint or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It polished out too well. Anyways, Dude, what uh, I meant to say is uh, that 71 has the better door handles. It's like the sticking out old school with a thumb oh, switch. Oh, yeah. Door I handle. noticed that this one has like the 240 style. Yeah, oh, they're, they're, like, they're kind of like crooked a little bit, like in that picture. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like um, the, the, the part that you pull, like always sits kind of crooked because they have a spring on one side. Mm. And it's like they always sit a little off. But yeah, it has the ones that are built like into the body yeah they're flush makes it way more modern Uh looking which i I, I, absolutely there's no question i prefer the earlier stuff (laughs) interesting yeah i like the flush i I actually like the flush uh like kind of i don't know well i guess i i i need to look at a picture of it i I can't picture right now but the 71 is chrome thing with like seems the 71 is pretty cool like it's uh you know a regular pull handle right that everyone like a 2002 or something push Yep. Yeah, but it's not yeah. a button. I think the 2002 is a button. It is a in. button, yeah. This yeah. is like kind of like a big chrome lever that you push down, and it's like oh, cool. it, it's that's pretty cool. pretty nice, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, as far as door handles go. And, you know, that's just like a full 60s vibe is like the, you know, the heavy pull handle that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like a chrome accent. Uh, yeah, it's more so, of a quality feel. Yeah, and I mean, this one, like I... I'm pretty sure it's like, you know, so whatever the the handle itself is, like there's a plastic surround, right? Anytime you add plastic to the equation, that's less good than all metal. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, uh, so uh, actually, that and that reminded me of one more thing, uh, but now I totally forgot. Um, mm-hmm. One more thing on the, uh, the other one. Oh, yeah, yeah, the gas cap. So uh, the gas cap on these is cool because uh, it's got a, a ridge, uh, that when it's closed, it lines up with that body trim. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. So it's in line. This one does not. And so I'm thinking oh. it's an a- aftermarket gas cap, like somebody lost the original one. Swap it's, them. It's actually pretty nice, uh, but, yeah, I could I could swap it. But it is. There you go. It, it's got a key to it as well, though, and I think it matches the door key. Uh, oh. There's only two keys with it. One is for the ignition. One's for the doors. And so mm. I think the one with, for the doors also works on the gas cap. 
Huh. Actually, I haven't even tried it yet. It's it wasn't <laughs> locked, so but so I should try. Maybe well, you could. Maybe I just don't have a key for that one. Actually. Yeah, you yeah. probably don't have a key for it, but you could yeah. probably swap out the cylinders, right? Or, Dude, yeah. you should uh you should do a, a James May style video where you do this big modification and you swap <laughs> fuel caps. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's slow motion of you like putting it on, lighting yeah. up the yeah. lighting lapse, it up with the trim. Well, you got to smoke yeah. a pipe while you're doing it. So yeah. that's super cool, man. Well, maybe that, not the maybe not the gas cap. Not so, yeah, not with the gas cap. Yeah, and I, I so I feel weird about the whole thing to be honest. Like so, it's almost like. So there's a part of me, I've run into some, you know, I get into some shady projects, right? <laughs> Do and I think there's something authentic about that where I can talk about these things and it's, it's something that's recreatable. Anybody can get into a shady project. That's like, <laughs> I could share that with anybody, right? I feel <laughs> like with this one and, you know, maybe the engine sees and it'll prove me wrong or whatever. But I think regardless, like a blue plate, like original paint car from that period of time, like that's just super hard to come by. It's not something that anybody could easily recreate. And we like we have a podcast here where we talk about cars on a regular basis. I think it's cool when it can be relatable. Finding like a random, like awesome car like this for like I just it's I, like I'm just having these emotions afterwards, right? Like I get it, and I'm like something just feels wrong about like this. Like it's you too know, nice for you. It's, well, yeah, it's like yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's well, pretty relatable, dude. You bought a two thousand dollar car off of Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, like that's like the most relatable thing ever. And you got a decent one, and it has right. some rust. It's like yeah, it's like not the I, rust. I, the I, rust yeah. helps. I mean, yeah, the rust I helps. Rust and it won't start. Rust and won't start. Well, I think those are two good Brian qualities. Okay, yeah, which is, yeah, that's good. That does bring it home yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you bought a non-running car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But It's, uh, all, it's um, still a mystery. It's, it's all still a I mystery. I think Art's just afraid that you're going to sell the good one Dude, don't yeah. do to that. fund Please, the I'll bad to, one. I would probably quit the podcast if you did that. I'd be so upset. <laughs> it did cross my mind. <laughs> oh, my God, no. <laughs> don't do that. But... Yeah, no, I mean, no. I, start with a good one. I'm start like, with a good one. I was like really, really happy for you. Like I, when I saw that, nice. I was like, dude, that is awesome. Like that is, as you said, it's a way, way better place to start. And it's like the car that you want, right? It's, it's and now you're starting from a better place and you can make it yeah. super cool and you can tinker with it. I mean, it's still, as Lane said, it's still a mystery. It's a non-running project. You're going to yeah. have to do a lot to, to get it going. And, and you know, every, every, it's something as simple as those brakes are seized. You know, obviously yeah, it's the, 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 the clutch yeah. is seized, you know, all that shit. So you still have a lot to do. So forget it you know, start with the best like chassis and body and then, you know, an interior, which is great. And then, um, and mm -hmm. then fuck with all the mechanicals yourself. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. I actually, said that I went down the rabbit hole of like looking these cars up on, on Instagram the other day. Cause I was trying to find more of these white walls that you were talking about. And I couldn't find the, the, the accounts that you said you followed, but I found I mean, an I literally account linked to it in, in the post. How could you not find it? Well, no, no now was well, that was post. like that was just a couple of days ago. But like, oh, um, like but um, there's a there. I don't know if you follow this account or if you've seen it. It's it's one forty underscore series underscore club. Yeah, and um, and it's it's a bunch of actually really cool ones. Uh, there's some nice stock ones that people do like go camping in and like wagons and race cars and all kinds of cool shit. Um, I mean, I think yeah, these cars are. Um, you know, they have a lot of potential. Like I think aesthetically they're super cool and, and it's, it's a fun, fun car, I, I think for you to work on, um, and to be part of our crew here. So, uh, I think, um, the better, the better, the better one is, is the one to go with here. Uh, it sounds like you're going with that. Um, 
and it's exciting. Did you find more pictures with the white walls or what? No, only that one that I sent you guys. I mean, that that I think it's the one that actually Brian, Brian linked us to. Yeah. Car, right? um, but I, I actually just wanted to clarify one thing. The reason you bought those tires is because white walls. No other reason, right? Like, yeah, white walls. Well, no, uh, no. More specifically, uh, it's because it's so I've the the guy that I reposted his blue one. Yeah, I thought that blue one looked sick. And so I asked him directly which tires he used, and that's what he replied with. So mm-hmm. I found those tires locally, or not locally, but in the in the U.S. Yeah. So I, I it was whatever he was gonna say. Um, and yeah, yeah, it they are they're white wall tires, but I got the same size and everything. And for some reason, right. the size keeps coming up. One ninety five, sixty five, R fifteen. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's like in other Volvo forums, like people talk about that as kind of like a sweet spot for these cars for whatever reason. Right. Uh, Which is a very size. Very very weird size. It's a very common size. Very common. Uh, Oh, I don't know. There's, there's, um, go on tire rack there. I think there are a hundred different options in that size. Um, one ninety five sixty five, um, but one ninety five sixty five. None, right? none with white walls. I can tell you that. None with white walls. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what in 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 very few that are Chinese, like the ones that you bought. So I I was trying to find information on Vitor. I don't think they're Chinese. They're Chinese. Yeah. They're it's a Chinese brand that doesn't have an official website. Uh, the only website is a <laughs> is a New Zealand. <laughs> it sounds like new, some good rally tires. It, they have a Facebook page. Um, I'll tell you that much. Oh, that's pretty good. That, that uh, has about good. A, they have a Facebook page that has about a thousand likes, and then there's a, what's the brand again? Vitor. 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 They're getting mad props from DWA. That's for sure. V i t o u r. Vitor. One ninety five sixty five fifteen. They have yep. yeah. They have white letters out. The the Galaxy R one, the same one. They have <laughs> yeah. Galaxy Radial GT. That's for Wham. Oh, nice. Um, I've never heard of them before this, your purchase. Yeah, I didn't know. I think because they're either. made for like truck, like little, like commuter cars and stuff. Probably. Mighty Max. Uh, so there's 95 tires on Tire Rack for that size, but I'm sure some of them are ice. Some of them are, you know, truck. And that's a lot, Could even be like trailers and stuff. So the, uh, trailers, but, but, but you ton. had mentioned just like, like I was talking also like having like a separate set, like, so these would be sort of like your everyday tires and then you would have like something that's more like sporty or rally kind of focused. Yeah. I mean, um, what I really wanted was something that, uh, was to mount these, uh, and get like a offset the white wall with a more aggressive fitment. So you know, like it sticks out, the offset was more aggressive and you had more lip and everything. Um, and so it would be kind of like an aggre- a more aggressive street setup. Um, mm. What I've ended up with, like I mentioned on the last podcast, is, you know, it's not as aggressive as I would like. The offset's not the, not right for that. So, um, uh, but it still holds that it's like, you know, I think it's probably the right size tire for the amount of horsepower I'm going to have. Um, 195, super... That's pretty wide. It's dude. pretty wide. Yeah. I mean, that car came with what? 165s? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, which is what all those cars came with back then? Like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's so I think, I think that size could work uh, basically as my rally setup for, you know, uh, it, you know, for that car just in general. Uh, yeah. I'd like to have a wheel with a bit more lip uh, eventually, and then it would look right to me. Um, and then the other set would be, uh, keep a set of skinny wheels, um, 
with taller tires, uh, uh, and that would be just kind of like a dirt rally setup. Um, and they and make more the Redestine's, Redestine's Sport Track Five. So it's a super. That's a family. super modern looking tire. No, it is modern. It looks like a Michelin, to be and honest. If they just the, made the that Grip Classic in a fifteen, I'd be so dialed. I would definitely do well, that. Which the classic, yeah, no, the Grip yeah. Classic. Dude, grip classic, yeah, right. which is the off-road tire. Have a look at Tire Rack, though, and see, because, I mean, I, I I have it in front of me right now. I just pulled it up, oh, too. Dude. So there's I've looked 80, a lot. There's 84 tires um, that are um, high-performance all-season, all-seasons, touring, performance, and then there's seven, or I'm sorry, 11 snow and ice. So there's In that size, you're saying? In this size. So there's 84 that, size, that yeah. you have options from. So I think... Um, you know, there's got to be something in there that has the look uh, that would be a little bit better suited for the rallies. Because I feel like those Vitors, you're going to, like, be super frustrated. Like, you're going to, like, you know, just overheat the shit out of them. And, like, they're going to be squealing and, like, not going to be enjoyable to drive fast on. So, um, yeah. What's that guy that you follow? Is he uh, a rally driver? Is he is he just a cruiser? Like, what, what do you... Dude, honestly, you got... I think we're going a little too deep, like... I just it's need just to get this uh, car running first. And there's like so much more to sort out before I'm actually <laughs> getting to the point of needing an aggressive tire to keep up. Like, uh, sure. I'm definitely there. I'm, 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 it's because I'm a nerd about tires that I got these white walls <laughs> and it's like serving its whatever purpose. Right. Um, I'm definitely there, like ready, you know, when the car is up to speed to, to switch out whatever. Like, I, I, I would like to have multiple sets of wheels and tires here. I, I have a set of 15 by sevens too that are in my driveway. Steelies from a 740. Uh, they could take some good aggressive rubber. Uh, and, uh, you know, they're more, they're from a 740 Volvo, which fits. It's a more modern looking wheel, which kind of means like, you know, the, I don't have to worry about any paired correct tire look because yeah. the wheel's already out the door anyways so i could throw a set of good you know maybe if i could find a set of good michelins or something like that i could have that be my rally tire eventually so i'm already half, well, the, let me ask half you. the way there but uh, first things first i mean you know it's gonna need it needs to run uh first mm -hmm. and then yeah. i gotta work out the suspension and everything i mean this thing's gonna be a total floating boat that's not gonna be fast at all right uh for, yeah, for yeah. the beginning well, let me ask you this. You were saying you wanted a period correct look, and I was mentioning those Redestines yeah. as a possible option. Yeah. But those Vitours have a pretty, pretty modern tread pattern, like very modern, like basically from the back. Sure, or but find me anything tread. else. I mean, so the white wall is in the ads. The factory ads is a white yeah, wall. Yeah, the white tire. wall. I can't. I can't replicate that. So I it's mean, like, I mean, find me, find me a better option. Uh, so when it goes period correct. There aren't many, I don't know. I think it's super fun. Like it's in that it's in the original ads. This dude from Sweden has one that looks looks rad. It's it's you know, I Volvo's kind of a weird option. It's not like a it's not a BMW that's like obviously sporting, right? It's something a little bit different. Back in the day they put white walls on them. I think it's that is period, right? I'm adding white walls. Tread that's your isn't, yeah, that's isn't you're crazy, right? I mean, like it's not I, I think it's somewhere in between. It's definitely not like a new performance tire look where it's all swoopy with everything. Like it's a f straight tread. I mean, if you find me a white wall, I, I'm really not that concerned about the period correct when it comes to this white wall tire. I think it's, I think it's totally fine. Uh, mm. But right. I would like to have a, a set. So find me this, find me a 165 15 
uh, that that f- find me a fun 165 15. And by CN 36. Let me see. The Michelin MXV or X or whatever is 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 one that's there, but it's pretty standard. Pirelli uh, PN thirty, yeah, PN thirty six, CN thirty six. You, I, I know they make one eighty fives. I'm not sure about one sixty fives, but. Um, oh, and one eighty five could be fine. Yeah. One eighty five seventy would be what you would rock. Yeah, which is a pretty common wheel size, I believe. Um. Maybe yeah. yeah, they have 185, 185.70. Yeah. Uh, so that would totally work. Um, and the, Mich- so that's the a, Michelin that would be a too, cool looking tire. Um, but uh, it, yeah. So with the skinny ones, what I was h- hoping was to have like some sort of more aggressive. I was looking for like a mini off road tire, basically. Hmm. Okay. And that's, gonna... that's hard to find. Yeah, because the sp- uh, the Sprint Classic, imagine. which we talked about, I think is a perfect look, and that's a one eighty five seventy, but it doesn't have the off road yeah. vibe. It's got you know period tread. It's kind of, I uh, I think they would work fine for you know dirt and gravel, but it's Dude, not so an off road tire. The rear- that's a great tire too. That's what like Thomas rocks on his nine twelve. Yeah, the soft window. The CN thirty six. No, the Sprint the, Classic. Uh, the Sprint oh. Classic. Right, right. The, the Redstein. Yeah. That's a that's a really good tire. Yeah. And um, then there's there's others like uh the uh C Z Z six or whatever. Um, oh the the Avon? Yeah uh yeah, I think so. I'm kinda out on the white walls. I just think it makes the wheel look too big. It looks like basically it looks like seventeen inch wheels to me. Oh, because the white carries because on the, the white rim. carries on the wheel look and then it makes it look like it has very little sidewall uh, and yeah. it almost looks like stretched because the black part that is exposed is going in towards the tread so it almost has like a stretched look to me uh yeah so i'm out for those reasons i'm out all right no white walls for lane yeah i like a more um, meaty sidewall on a vintage car like that you know hey you know what my answer is and, i'm not a vegetarian you know, i I I get it. Like that was a period ad thing, but everyone that rocked that car and went on like a did like a rally or got into driving would swap them out right away to not white walls. So, uh, you know, yeah. Which is I think that's what we're talking about. Like this is the alternative, right? Like I think the the white wall was like the drive around on a daily basis tire, and it's then like the car show tire. Yeah, the car show tire, I guess. But, um. But I agree, Brian. This is rad, you, you have a lot, of, a lot to do still before you kind of get out on and get out and drive, mate. <laughs> uh, but I know like, how do the brakes yeah. feel and stuff. There's so C's, right? I, I push. They're not. I don't think they're C's. Like there's a little bit of pedal, but it doesn't really it doesn't really stop the car. Um, they there's rust all on the uh, pads or the the rotors themselves. Um, it doesn't. So there is fluid in there. Uh, it's at the right level. I don't know if he added some or what. Um, I mean, I you know, brake fluid. What's the term? Hydroscopic. Uh, you yeah. know, it pulls yeah, in it has the tons air of water in it. or water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, water. So sitting for that long, like, how yeah. how is it even? 
you know, is it all water? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. right? The issue there is like, forget the brake fluid, that's garbage, but it's just that w- the problem with water in your system is that then you rust everything rust. internally, right? From so the inside all, out, yeah. yeah, yeah I so mean, but a, I, bet it's, I bet it's pretty inexpensive to either rebuild or buy new yeah. calipers. And well, yes. Yeah. Ideally, yeah, so it's just a matter of finding the parts, so common upgrade is you get the 164 front brakes um and those because those uh support vented rotors and you know that's a tiny little upgrade that you do but getting all those parts i you know i've i did a a decent amount of searching and and people just don't stock that stuff uh i could get them from europe but i'm shipping brake heavy brake parts from europe so it's Mm -hmm. like you know a decent expense i think if i added it all up I would love to just do, you know, brake parts are, those are a wear item and that's a really old car. Like mm-hmm. just getting new reman stuff would be a great idea. But I think when I added it all up with shipping and everything in parts and all of that, I'm like, I, I think I rounded up to be like 700 bucks. It's not mm. bad though for a full overall. Yeah. I just yeah. don't have, I don't, you know, there's yeah. a lot of things. I So yeah, I mean, I could easily list uh, uh, several thousand dollars that I, I would be right, you know, to just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, what, what about even the, like um, springs and sway bars? Like those are out there. I could just yeah. I, sh- I should just do all the brakes and I should order a set of lowered springs uh, and a set of sway bars and get it running. That would be great. Well, I would, uh, I would to, probably to do that. Do the engine stuff first and before I would even do anything else just to make sure that because <laughs> I mean, you might sink budget into the suspension that maybe you want to put into the motor, but uh, yeah. Um, well, I mean, I just mean like uh, I said, get it running, right? Well, at the end, yeah. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, uh, it wasn't in order of operations. That was all oh, at okay. once, all gotcha. at the same time. I feel you. No, that's um, all good stuff. And like, do just get it running versus do the motor, which is a thing where that's you know to you do that, and I don't know, like, uh, so insert. Uh, mini conversation about uh fuel injection um apparently those uh the d jet on there is a little limiting um uh i think it handles uh, a a mild build like if you just throw a cam in there which is maybe like that's all i would want to do um but uh it was you know you don't have a lot of tuning potential because there aren't parts made for it uh you have to like start pulling apart the um the little sensors and whatever the electronic bits and like re-soldering stuff on there so you got to know what you're doing with that stuff um to be able to like you know get more air in or whatever i i don't know i i only know enough this is the way it always is with that era like Mm -hmm. a 914 is the same way there's always people that swap over to carbs because they want right you know they have this like oh i'm gonna tune it and put cams and all that but what are you really gonna do to it, right? You're probably you probably just want it to run good and put like an exhaust and maybe a header on it or something like at least you're not start. gonna do much more than that. Yeah. And uh without doing more than that, like I think fuel injection is probably the most reliable system you're gonna have. Um, as long as you get it the kinks, you know, ironed out. And it, yeah, it would be uh, neat to try it too. I could yeah, easily yeah. run into a situation where there's a part that like isn't supported or something like that but i think there's pretty decent support for these systems like people are running p1800s and restoring those and it's the same stuff that's on there and so i I should be able to get it going but it you know maybe the first step 
is you just like get this going with the injection, uh, maybe do a cam, like whatever is a reasonable thing that would not be a waste of money, right? Because it's going to outstrip the fuel injection system, but, um, uh, a little cam and just get it running. Uh, and then, uh, the next step would be side drafts and, uh, higher, you know, you shave the head so you get higher compression and do a bigger cam with like the, uh, you know, um, uh, all the valve train, uh, improvements that you would need and whatever, like camp steel cam timing, uh, gear or whatever. Um, Dude, so you know, the, there's like a remember, whole host of things that you would do together at once. Probably. Do you remember the white one that sold on BAT for like 30 grand or something? The 142 E? I think it was like 15 grand actually. And it was like sick. Dude, so it? that car. Or it was um, light the, green or something. No, a white one. It's it's the white one with the air dam and it had like central oh, wheels or the something. Ugly one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it had all this crazy stuff. So that car was owned yeah. by the by the founder of IPD. Um, oh, and really? I remember when yeah. I looked at it, it said yeah that it was originally owned by him and he developed all the parts that IPD sold for these 140 series Volvos on that car. So like, um, and it did have a cam. I don't remember what else, but um, you know, it's just kind of an interesting thing. It was so that these, I think they, they know these cars pretty well and they, they probably offer a lot of this Dude, stuff and, no, and it's a fuel injected don't. car. They don't. IPDs out of that business almost. Oh, it's too old, huh? It's too yeah, small. They're more modern part. stuff. Oh, so I, I, I tried to do a black Friday deal and get a sway bar and uh, IPD like does sway bars for these cars. Like they made yeah. their own sway bar design. Wow. That was like the common thing. Like I could probably go on eBay right now and find one. Yeah. IPD does not sell them. They don't make them anymore. They just, they, they, you go to their website and, and I was lamenting how it was such a bad website. I couldn't find anything. Um, and it was because they didn't exist. I could find sway bar end links. But I couldn't mm. find the sway bars, and it turns out that's because they don't sell the sway bars. <laughs> that's so, why it was yeah, hard to find. Because uh, I ended up calling, right? there's calling so few them. Of these yeah. things around yeah. on the road. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Adco P eighteen hundred earlier when you were talking about brakes, uh, what about P eighteen hundred calipers and stuff? Is that the same thing as a one six four? Um, I don't. I don't, that doesn't come up in the conversation about having any improvements. Um, okay. So Cause I, yeah, those are the ones that the answer, everyone puts I, on, everyone puts those on 2002s. Like I've had 2002s with those calibers on there. Um, I don't know with if that's the P 1800 a, stuff, huh? The P1800 I, was, stuff. I was curious about that. Cause I was just talking to my boss, Rob, who's got the TII. Yeah. Uh, he's going through his whole car right now. Uh, mm. and, um, I was remembering that Jared had done some Volvo brake upgrade, I yeah. think it was rear discs, right, for his TII uh, calipers. The, calip the calipers and and, well, and rotors. Yeah, because the mm -hmm. BMWs are are drums in the rear. So I think yeah. he add the way you add discs is by using from. Uh, is it a one four two? I don't. Uh, uh, probably a two series, but I don't. I don't like. I was saying nine forty four. An upgrade is to put two series front calipers, I believe. Um, on a 944 even. So, on uh, a 944. Yeah, Volvo, yeah that's crazy. Volvo makes Volvo like I think, you know, they're they've always been that safety, safety. company. Yeah. I think they like over, you know, put really strong brakes on their cars and everything. Yeah. Maybe a, I wonder if a 2 series would fit on the 1 series, it seems like. Um, you probably have it's to not change suspension parts and stuff. Uh, hmm. well, yeah, cuz it's McPherson Control strut arms. on the 2 series in the front. Um, oh, and that's yeah. not the case on mine. Uh, so uh, the 140, if I haven't said it before, is apparently a mix. It's the uh, like Volvo Amazon uh, the, uh, in the front, 
that's like the front suspension yeah, setup. Like two series and then in the back. Right? Yeah, and a two series in the back. Um, mm -hmm. So it's like bridging that gap kind of. Uh, mm. And uh, yeah, so the front stuff from the two series, I don't think really works. Um, but people, you know, br there's all sorts of adaptations uh, that people use. Uh, like... Seven or, or V70 brakes and stuff like that, but you get into oh, cool. all sorts of weirdness. Um, yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, I remember that because you, know, you like can make anything work as long stuff. As right. Yeah. yeah, you make spacers and brackets and all this stuff. Uh, the yeah. big thing for me is um, <laughs> there's like, so uh, I think I did mention this before that it's like a dual, there's an extra brake line circuit so that if one mm. set of lines go out, you still have a backup. And so there's like, I think on the front calipers, there's like three different lines going into it or three different bleed screws, apparently. I'm a little bit intimidated by this brake setup, but uh, it sounds like it's a real pain to do uh, bleeding. You know, bleeding brakes is such a pain by itself anyways, but then now you triple the number of bleed screws. Um, yeah. And you might I, have to disconnect the caliper to bleed, you know. Like I've heard of, you know, cars where like the bleed screws on the oh, bottom, oh, so, the top, so then you have to turn it over basically to bleed yeah. it. So mm. in one forum, in a random spot, I saw some guy say, uh, you know, mentioning on the rally race cars that they run, uh, they just um, block that stuff off. So they just run a single circuit, like a regular break. I really want to do that. I don't know if it's, e he didn't even say the words block off, but he said he got rid of the, the extra brake circuit. I don't know if that just means plugging the holes. I feel like that maybe that would I do imagine, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, <laughs> that's like one brake modification that I want to make just for, uh, just for simplicity and bleeding. So, yeah, cool. anyways, that's the deal. We'll see. I guess uh, I, I got to uh, – just because I have two cars clogging up my driveway now, I, I'm really – I'm motivated to understand if I could sell the Safari Yellow one. Um, uh, so I got to figure out what the deal is with the motor on the on the Sun Yellow one. Um, mm. Oh, right. Yeah, just do a compression test. That should tell you if the engine's... Yeah, that's least, all I would know, need to know to answer good, that right? question, yeah. yeah. Did you check yeah, the oil? I'll take you. And then, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> Please tell me you checked if there was oil in there. Uh, yeah, there was, uh, and it was, like, pretty good, but I topped it off with <laughs> my random synthetic uh, fluid that I have here, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, there's coolant in the radiator. Uh Yeah. Yeah, so then okay. selling that other one, that's kind of a weird deal. I don't, I'm not really sure how to do that. Um, Pretty easy. Volvo project. It runs. 1750. It starts up. Yeah. Come pick it up. Yeah. I did. I just I just paid 500 bucks for a new radiator, you know, recalling oh, that right. radiator. Uh, I wouldn't so. throw that one in there. Keep that. Oh, wait a minute. It's the one oh. from the car. You record it. Yeah. And, and, now, I, and I... And, I could definitely swap it over to my new car and swap the other one over, but I'd kind of want to keep, you know, this one's so complete and original. It's like, yeah. if I could just, Hey, that's a good selling point, you know, right? $500 radiator. Right. You come, yeah. Um, so I might like come I by the car. Swap that over. A radiator is not something that has like VIN numbers on it or anything. It's well, it's like, a different style. True. Oh, it is a different style. Okay, I, then, I think it would bolt number. up exactly the same, but, oh. uh, it, it is know, the way it's built and, uh, you know the way it looks, it it is oh. just That's slightly not as different, good, right? Because it was a so it seems like they changed a lot of stuff in '72. 
or or maybe it's the e part but um yeah you're or i think what brian's saying is that the radiator is just a, a different design right isn't it like a modern like a more modern radiator is that what you're saying no i don't think it's i don't know i i'll, no, I'm I'll saying, have to he's put saying side it's by a side. different I'm saying because the one's a 72 and the other one's a 71. Oh, it's a year change. You said they changed door handles. Mm, Gotcha. You know, and then if if this is like another, like they had a round of updates, it seems like. So maybe they had a better radiator for 72. Yeah. Mm. And it's possible that this one isn't even bad, too, but it's most likely bad. Mm. Okay. Um, But, yeah, the other one was totally clogged up for sure before I had it redone. Um, Yeah. Anyway, so there's all that. Okay, more updates to come. And uh, I will say, with that other car, with the Safari Yellow one, I was I was really uh, I was it, I was wrestling internally with whether I should just build it into a full caged race car, which is probably what I should do uh, because life is short. Um, I I feel like this new yellow one completely answers that question that I should not just because. It's such a nice original car. The other one kind of lent itself to that sort of thing. You know, it's like pull it out of the uh, the chop shop and and uh, beat out a few dents, and and uh, you have nothing to worry about throwing a cage in something like that. But doing that to a, one that's pretty complete doesn't feel right. So uh, just the where the project is headed kind of gets defined by the the car itself. In this case, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. these cars probably make a better road rally car than a race car, too. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, trivia time. Anyone interested? Yeah. Okay. Did we did we uh, did all the entire podcast? I was just chatting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wait, I have I'm more like, project updates. I updated the Lankers, or I did put a battery in it. And it was okay. a real good deal. Your wife's cool, SUV. I did some wife's stuff to my wife's car, too, but I don't talk yeah, about Mike, it. Yeah, my wife's car and shit, too. Can I just <laughs> say that it it was, like, one of those things where it was just, like, I could have pushed it a little bit, but I'm like, no, I got to just do this now. I do it, like, the <laughs> next night we're at a movie, where, a drive-in movie where you're leaving the radio on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was very glad I did it. Even though I didn't yeah. have like a super, you know, strong reason to do it immediately. Yeah. I was glad I had it. And of course you that. had your battery tender jump starter with you anyway. So yeah. just in case. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're actually go. talking about that real quick. Um, I've ta- we've taken the Cayenne to the drive-in theater and um, modern Cayennes, kind of a shitty thing, but I understand Dude, it's trying to You can't turn off you. the light. You can't turn Dude, off the light. You can turn off the light. You can turn off the light. That's not the issue. The, the radio will turn off after 10 minutes and there's nothing you can do about it. So you have to go in and press the thing. And so we were, we had reversed, you know, with the, ha- with the back hatch open and we're sitting yeah. in the back at the back of the car. So, um, you basically have to pull your own, little, bring in a little M- FM radio. <laughs> oh, it's, man. It's, it's super annoying. The, the audio so is so, damn. it's really good. It has a really good system in the car too, which is great. But unfortunately that means that you have to crawl back into the car every like 10 minutes to freaking restart the, the stereo. So no worky. Super annoying. You need just a long, like a stick i know right just to hit the button yeah <laughs> That's a good so, call, yeah and when we had the jeep i i could not figure out a way to like our our lights kept coming on the forward facing lights oh, the headlights dang. or like yeah. the daytime running lights mm-hmm. and i like there's like no way to just like shut everything off and disable it so we were in i don't even remember the situation but it was similar e-brake doesn't work the what the e-brake having the e-brake up doesn't uh, turn I'm the lights pretty off? sure i did not try that Maybe that does. I don't know. Hmm. 
but it was like it, you know and there was somebody else in the audience where they had to this was a super long movie so it was kind of like you know twice during the movie you want to start the car and run it a little bit mm-hmm. uh and this person was two rows in front of us and they they kept just shining their lights at us and it's like oh dude shut your shit off but it was like that sort of thing is like you can't control it some modern cases. car yeah. problems yeah I saw that at Vasona Park when I did the light parade the other week. Uh, there was a bunch of people rolling because everyone, most people, you turn off your lights when you roll through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a bunch of people with their like daytime running lights, which are like basically as bright, right. probably brighter than my 944 or you know any of our cars, yeah. basically. And uh, so maybe if you just do ruining the experience for everyone. one click of the e brake or something. Usually it's like it one click of the e brake and it'll like it'll disable that kind of stuff. And then for those. Only for those cars that don't have a stupid electronic e-brake, you know, lever, yeah. which is like a lot of them nowadays. Does yeah. Art? Does your uh, Cayenne have a uh, a real e-brake, or is it a or is it a button one? It's an electric one. Yeah, it's a little, oh, yeah. little thing. Yeah. Um, but the um, with with the lights though, you can turn them off. It, it's you 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 know if you leave it in this in automatic, they will go. They will stay on. So you have to just totally turn them off, which is nice. But yep. Okay. All right, trivia time. Um, I know we did auction stuff last week, but another auction caught my eye. This is uh, Gooding and Company auctioning off the Phil Hill Automobilia Collection. Ooh. Now, Phil Hill is the only American F1 champion um, for Ferrari back in 19... And uh, he was also a very uh, big Packard collector. Wait, for Ferrari. Um, You just clarified that, right? Because we did have other American champions. Oh, I said for Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. Wait. We had other American champions? Yep. What? Who? Is Mario Andretti considered American, right? That's no. exactly. That, he raced that, in that, Italian. Yeah. He, I mean, he was lived there until he was like one or something. Yeah, he was American. Yeah, he raced under yeah. the American flag and he was he an American, American citizen. Yeah. He and won he the won title? For, yeah. Formula yeah. One? We had yeah, Lotus. <laughs> like 1980. Was it 77? You guys are crazy, dude. I don't know F1 history very well, apparently, but... Uh, Wait, what year did he win? It was in, in the seventies. It was late seventies. It was in the in the ground effects car. I forget what it is. It's Lotus seventy seven, maybe. I can't. You remember were watching that race, oh. right, Warren? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was there. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Well, Phil Hill was the first American um, for any make or model, but uh, he's a pretty rad guy. I don't think he's quite as good looking as Paul Newman, but uh, he's got some pretty good legs, and <laughs> I think art maybe a good I might salad be dressing recipe. Yeah. You might be down. All right, so Gooding auctioned this off. I think it was all online, and uh, it's a lot of cool stuff, though. Um, trophies, racing suits, magazine collections, posters, all that kind of stuff. A couple of things caught my eye, um, so we'll start there. Uh, this is a Ferrari 250 GT tool bag. Just the bag. It's like a tool roll, really. Little leather strips with holes to put tools. It rolls up and fits in your trunk. I did have one of these, actually, for my neighbor who is... Dad had a 250 California, I believe, back in the 1900s and (laughs) sold the car like, you know, when it was a $10,000 car or something. Uh, But he, for some reason, kept the tool roll. The tools got stolen, but the roll was left behind. I remember said roll and uh, we were actually, you showed it to us. Yeah. And you talked about it on the podcast. It was podcasted at your house, Warren. I remember. That's right. Just giving a little update for the listeners. They, they, but, uh, now the other boys remember. After no, no, no. I remember the. I'm all in. Yeah, I remember it was in the garage. Yeah, I remember that. 
All right. So what is a tool roll bag uh, go for? This is for a 250 GT. Tool bag. All right. You start. Just the bag, huh? Um, just the bag. Just the just the leather piece. Seventeen uh, five, John or Bob. Twenty-four. Seventeen thousand five hundred. Twenty-four k. I have no idea. Twenty-four thousand from Brian Lane. Uh, I'm gonna say seventy-five hundred. Better guess four thousand eight hundred seventy-five dollars. This is just for the. That's just for the bag. <laughs> what a deal. You guys would have paid twice for that. that car, though. Yeah, that car, I, I'm surprised. Yeah, because those are. I mean, with if it was in perfect condition with tools, yeah. you're you're. Wait, what was the, the condition? I thought it was perfect condition. Uh, it was a little a little shabby. A little, a little shabby. shabby. No tools. I think you told us. Yeah. And it's no just tools. for a 250 GT, right? It's not like a GTO or something. Exactly. Yeah. All right. This is a uh, Lamborghini LM002 driver's handbook. This is what would have come in the. The Rambo Lambo in the glove box, and it's a nice uh, little handbook. Uh, has how to change the oil, you know, technical drawings and such. Pretty rare piece, I would imagine. This is the LM002 Driver's Handbook. Hmm. Art, please start us off. Shit. 1200 bucks. Brian? 450 Fuck, man. I don't know how... Those are those have to be pretty rare, right? Pretty limited uh, market. Gotta they yeah. got to be rare. Lane, help us out here. 2200 2200 Alex. Brian wins $656. Ooh, right. $650 gets you a LM002 handbook. All right. Bargain. We're it's sticking like with the uh, handbooks here. This is a uh, 1955-ish Toyo... Toyo Pet Crown Deluxe. Oh, cool. Sales brochure. So not what would come in the glove box, but the brochure for a Toyo Pet, which is a, I guess what you'd call it like a early Lexus idea for Toyota. <laughs> it's a more refined uh, mm. vehicle. And uh, this is a Toyo Pet Crown Deluxe sales brochure. Jeez. Quite rare, I would imagine. Yeah, at a good auction. Is this? 1955-ish. Yeah, they made them the 55 to 57 And it's just or eight. the brochure. Sales brochure. Okay, so like a three, four-page thing or something? Maybe, yeah. Uh, it feels like you're reading listings off eBay, Warren. <laughs> uh, this is Gooding & Company. I'm mm. surprised you would say that. That's offensive is what you're saying. Uh, fuck, I don't know, dude. Uh, 150 bucks. Thank you. Now to Brian. Two, the bid's to you, sir. 250 I have 250. I'm going to go high. I'm going to say 350. Art wins $94. <laughs> so random, that one. Yeah. Gooding and Company. Why would they have that? Who the hell are they, what, who are they marketing to now? This is a straight up why eBay you, literature. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know why you guys are so excited about all this. Yeah, we're excited, man. We, we hold them to a high standard, and they're <laughs> smashing that. Um, by the way, I, I think. If we come up with a T-shirt, if we do one that is the mud flap guys, that's good. But we also need to do one where we are all in prices right, and Warren is whoever the host is, and then we're standing there in front Bob of the, Barker. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Yeah, I mean, you are Bob Barker. The price is wrong, all, bitch. We're all standing it's in Drew front Carey. of the, uh, the little podiums. I need one of those skinny mics. Yes, please. Yes, you do. All right, last one, and we're back to a sales brochure. 
this is a Ferrari 250 Testarossa sales brochure. This is a pontoon Testarossa. Oh, shit. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. These are quite quite popular cars nowadays. People yeah. tend to like them a great but deal. It's also a very sales brochure. It's so weird to think that they had a sales brochure for a car like that yeah. for some reason. Like, who I are know, they right? trying to... What, yeah, you're <laughs> like, who dude, are you trying to all convince? Are, they're all... all, all 20 of them are already sold. Like, yeah. who are you trying to... No, the car is the it's, sales brochure. You don't need to read about it. Just look at it. It's pretty rad. It's got a side... They're basically black and white pictures, but it's a side profile with specs, and then it's got just the the Colombo V12 and the gear shifter, you know, one unit, transmission, engine, stacks, mm. and then a front view of the, uh, the pontoon. Mm. Nice. So what did someone pay for Phil Hill's... Uh, 250 Testarossa sales brochure. It was Phil. This is owned by Phil Hill. Well, the whole the brochure was. And Come did he on. sign it? Wait. No. Was this or the whole Toyo pet and everything? That that stuff was yeah. owned by Phil Hill. Oh, this so this is all part of the Phil Hill collection. I, that is what Warren said at collection. the outset, I guess. I think I think it's going Derek. to the L, the the Lamborghini SUV thing, it's like, uh, yeah, really a lot of random stuff. And, and by the Toyota way, Crown, yeah, anyone out there Toyota with like Pet. old magazines, old magazines, you know, even pre war stuff, they're not worth shit because Phil Hill is barely sold for <laughs> anything. So, yeah, by the way, <laughs> if you're saving them for value, you're fucked, unless your name is uh, Dario Franchitti or something. All right, so 250 Testarossa sales brochure, Brian Lane goes first. Oh, Lane, okay. Dude, this is a hard one because I feel like that's probably a pretty rare thing. It's pretty cool too. But it's just literature. Yeah, like who's in the market and for this? Anyone could copy that <laughs> and just like you could, you know, whatever. But if someone wanted it, if someone has a Testarossa and they're just trying to build their like collection of all that yeah. shit on top of the car, they can pay any price. Yeah, if you like, want to make some lame little display for your car, that'd be cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. By the way, Lane's a really slow guesser. I'm gonna say, especially for fifteen hundred bucks, dude. Especially for not getting it right. <laughs> fifteen hundred from Lane. Do I hear Brian I was, talking I, shit? Was actually very close to what I was gonna guess, but um, I'm gonna so you know I'm wrong. gonna go higher. I'm gonna go twenty five hundred. Ah, that's okay, a, that's what I was gonna say. I'll go twenty five oh one, Bob. Wow. Good <laughs> choice, Art. And by the way, he wins with twenty five oh one. The estimate was twenty five hundred to five grand. It sold for four thousand three hundred and seventy five dollars. So you have your little sales brochure tucked so in your little. You, so what? So cabinet. we should go around the horn. What do you want? A tool bag with no tools, or this brochure? They both go for four thousand dollars. I'm going with oh, the brochure. Bro- brochure is much more beautiful. Yeah, you can do useful. more with it. I'll take the tool bag. I'll just keep some tools in it. Be like, yeah, check out this. Yeah, that's kind of cool too. Like actually use it. That's kind of cool. My tool roll. You know, I I actually on on that note, I did a little research to figure out what tools were in the McLaren F1. Wondering if you could buy them on the side because that would be a fun tool kit to (laughs) have. Dude, they're fucking titanium. Yeah, Yeah, I know. But yeah, if you go, you don't have to get the one from an actual McLaren. But if you get the same, if you find the same source. You know, maybe you could find some made used for a reasonable price. And <laughs> no, 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 no. they were not. titanium made for <laughs> it like was made for the car. For the car, well, there's no like, yeah. But other do they do? Uh, do they still make them for other people now? Or they, no, they no, just, it was made for the car. Well, I, they don't I, make I would, them would, otherwise. What I would guess is they would have a perfect dimension. They they were like a little bit shorter, so they could fit in a thing for the <laughs> no, McLaren. So no. that makes it unique no. to the McLaren F1. But they still. No. This is a company that manufactures tools for people and they sell them. 
for yeah. certain applications. <laughs> anyway, I, didn't, I didn't get far. They wouldn't like... sell the tools to me. I tried reaching out, and they wouldn't. They wouldn't do. <laughs> oh wouldn't God. even give me a price if I remember correctly. Hey, Gordon, it's Brian yeah, yeah, yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to talk to you about your tiles. Um, yeah, so I have another question. <laughs> yeah, quick question. So, what craftsman number did you guys use for that wrench? <laughs> um, All right. Hey, uh, is it fair to submit unfinished jokes to you, Warren, for yes. joke book stuff? Yeah, give give un- them to that's me. That's not fair. You do that offline, probably. <laughs> I, Warren said yes. I was asking him directly. So I'm gonna I keep didn't know him right now. Okay, so uh, you're making comments about people. You're maybe in a rich group of friends. You're buying like specialty houses. You know, like. Uh, specialty houses what is that like a horse house no like you know architectural uh you know uh, important important houses right (laughs) this is the group that you're running in uh you know someone's saying like who designed their house or whatever or someone bought a new one uh uh frank lloyd wrong that's that's, that's pretty Frank good. Lloyd wrong. No, I'm saying it's an unfinished joke. These are just like little tidbits. Warren might be able to put it into a full yeah. joke later. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like you yeah. know, people are being snooty. Yeah. Frank Lloyd Wright, and then he like whispers. There's to another, another joke guy. Looks like, like that. Frank I'll Lloyd to... wrong to me. Well, there's that one. There's to... that realtor in Santa Cruz, right? Doing uh, yeah. the, doing deals the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, the wrong way. It's not like that's a little racist. No, it's not racist. All right, well, it, we'll it's, it's work her, on that joke. It's her campaign, man. Um, mm, yeah. All right. Yeah, go so work on that. Warren, Warren, do you think do you think that's something you might be able to run with? That? I think I I think I came up with that joke actually. I think you <laughs> heard is, it from this me. This is where we want to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, you, I did want hear you to, from to, me. to deliver it like that. Yeah, like to the listeners, it. call in if I use that joke on the podcast, and Brian's just now remembering it. <laughs> Jeez. I, well, I didn't I didn't expect it to turn that. That's way, like uh, Justin Long has a podcast called Life Is Short, I believe. Or something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Long, I, see, right? I, I see. I see. Hilarious. That's hilarious. I'm saying, it's about as hilarious. <laughs> I mean, it's as hilarious as this whole fucking conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. We're going to start it off right, guys. Hey, good right. start. See ya. Bye. Bye. Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers, koozies, and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah. It really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.